Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. My name is Hilary Okoth and welcome to a very exciting time here at God's Wisdom Podcast. First of all, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. May God continue to bless you, to encourage you, to give you hope, to give you grace and to give you uh, his fullness in this life. And it's one thing to for God to remind you, it's one thing for God to tell you, and it's another thing for you to possess it. And I want you to possess what God is saying in your life. If the Lord has said that you are you are blessed, receive it. Say that I am blessed. If the Lord says that you are healthy, receive it. Say that I am healthy. And there is actually a power when you walk in together of what God is doing in your life. And Amos actually says, how can two people work together unless they're in agreement? So you have to be in agreement of what God says in your life. I want to remind you once again that you are worth more than anything this world has to offer you are more than your worth is is not should not be tied on your instagram likes followers your worth should not be tied on material things what you possess what you have your worth should not be tied in money in followers in clothing maybe you like to wear a certain brand you want to work in a certain place that's not your worth actually in vocational psychology they actually says um uh work can give you an identity in life and that's should not be your identity your identity should be in christ and christ alone and one of the things that christ said it's uh do not fear you're more valuable than many sparrows. And there's a reason why God says, do not fear. And there's a reason why God says, you do not fear. This this is the second time I'm repeating. God says, do not fear. And I, I think in my heart that the reason why the Lord says, do not fear, your worth is more valuable than many sparrows is because how the world actually identifies worth it identifies worth in terms of money that you have in your account it 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 determines a worth in the place that you work or the school that you went to but actually Christ says do not fear to identify your worth in God do not fear because he's the one who will lead you. He's the one who will love you. He's the one who will care for you. And he's the one who will sustain you while you are old. That's a promise in the Bible. And in the book of Matthew, actually it says, Do not fear. You are, you are far valuable than farting, farting which is actually... Uh, like when it says sparrow is sold for a farthing, for a coin. Two sparrows are sold for a coin. And then he says, do not fear. And Matthew actually, before his conversion, he was a tax collector. He, he actually knew money and how money could give you worth in this life. But Matthew identifies and says, in Christ, how you are more valuable than coin than 
you're more valuable than the money that you have amen and actually another another place in the bible matthew in the synoptic gospel matthew mark luke luke actually points out what jesus said and he he notes out that none of the sparrow is forgotten you're much more valuable so matthew luke actually was a gentile and actually is one of the only gentile in the bible in, in the new testament who wrote a book and actually he ties um the va- the value of what you are not that you are not forgotten that the gentiles you are not forgotten that god died for the whole humanity we are not forgotten we are much valuable to god's sight that's why christ had to die that's why christ died for everyone and in the book of romans actually says that god is pleading through us that be reconciled to god is pleading to us to the world that this is the ministry that be reconciled to god because god is not counting is not reckoning their sins against them because christ died on the cross so this is the thing that i want you that you are much more valuable than money what matthew points out literally and actually look points out that you are not forgotten that you are valuable if a sparrow falls down and is not forgotten how much more many sparrows you are more than many sparrows which falls down and god doesn't does not forget them now god actually loves you so much you are not forgotten you are worth more than money in your bank account you are worth more amen you are valuable that's why I like saying that you are valuable you are loved and you are cared if the lord is for you nothing in this world can be against you though it may seem to be against you but that's a shadow it's a shadow amen so god loves you that's why christ had to die had to die to tell you it's not about the man look look christ actually possesses the whole world it belongs to him and when he was born where where was he born in the best hospital in a roman palace na 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 christ was born in a manger he was, and it's actually recorded that he was born in a manger i i think that should be hidden in the bible that christ was born somewhere but actually it's recorded in the book of matthew and the book of luke that christ was born in a manger amen in the lowest places on earth but his worth was far much valuable than anyone could ever think about because he's God's beloved son so it's not about where you've been born who which family you have what uh title what title in your name that you have the Ocots or the Hillary's <laughs> amen it's not about the name behind you it's about who is behind you and that's Christ it's not about the connections that you have it's about him because he's the one who loves you who knows what's best for you and who will give you and who will teach you what is best for you and this is the mistake that the prodigal son made the prodigal son actually he took he actually 
uh, took all half of the the father's inheritance and what did he do he actually spent it on harlotry and excrava- extravagant living <laughs> and you can imagine after that he he was thinking unto himself after all this thing all this vices happened he was thinking upon himself and he said uh, i will go back to my father and tell him that i am not worthy to be called your son and we can find it out that is actually he 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 identified his worth as a son by the material that he inherited from the father but when he went to the father the f- and he, the father ran to him the father embraced him the father kissed him the father oh and you know what he said forgive me i'm not worthy to be called thy and and the moment he actually said that the the father said bring the best robe uh, put put uh uh what what in the finger put a ring on the finger it's actually it's not about how how extravagant how how what what material things that you've destroyed it's about the love the love that the father has for you that he will actually go miles and miles and he'll actually run towards you to to find you and to dress you to give you back your worth that it's not about what people have been thinking in your life about what you've been thinking of, of yourself it's actually what god has promised of you and when jesus was on the cross he actually said uh, not on the cross on river jordan <laughs> uh, he actually said the god actually said this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased amen that's your identity that god is well pleased with you because we are seated with christ god sent his son to die for you amen he bled god bled for you and he loves you he cares for you so that's your worth amen your worth is not tied on things that can see, can be seen by eyes your worth is much more valuable than what can be seen and what can be heard your worth is what the bible says that you are seated in christ in the heavenly places you are in christ you are loved you are a son of god amen you are co-heirs with god, with christ that's your that's your passion that's your portion and i want you to possess it stop living life like um you are a son of a king okay son of king son of the universe when people say you know my father uh, drives an airplane my father is the president your father is the king of the universe amen so that's that should sink deeper into your heart that he loves you he'll go where in the rugged places of your life and heal you amen so that's why we need to focus on god's love towards us if we know that god loves us all these fears that we have all these inadequacies that we have will actually fall down the bible says perfect love casts out fear 
not your effort. You can try to jog out your fear. You can try to psych out your fear. Maybe fear of the future, fear of your marriage, fear of your relationship, fear of lack, fear. Amen. But there's a there's another way. There's a greater way. Perfect love cast out fear. The moment you have this realization that God will go miles and miles for you to love you and to care for you and to provide for you the moment you have this revelation that the Lord will never leave you nor forsake you that people may go and pe- people come and people go but God's unfailing love will be with you God actually the love the revelation of God's love towards you will cast out the fear it's not by works it's not by might but by the spirit of God amen we are changed by beholding Amen. It's not by doing, it's by beholding, by seeing him that he will come wherever we are in the rugged places that he will always that he will go to the cross in order for us to go to the heavens. Amen. That's a new one. So there's no fear in love. Amen. There is no fear in love. But I want you to know that what if there is an area that you are fearful? Amen. Actually, that's the area that you have not found the realization of God's love towards you. You have to every day you wake up you have to know, you have to remind yourself that I am loved, I am cared for, I am not alone, that I am valuable. You have to remind yourself. And that's what Paul wrote in actually in the book of hebrews actually write that admonish one another encourage one another lest you become hardened by the deceitfulness of sin you have to remind every you have to remind yourself you have to remind one another that you are loved you have to we have to encourage one another that we are loved that we are cared for and the moment we remind one another that we are cared for that we are loved that we are valuable our hearts won't be hardened we'll actually be receptive of what god is doing in our lives so that's why perfect love there's no fear in love amen fear that fear of not praying fear of all these small fears they won't be there in the sight of the love of god amen and but it says but perfect love casts out fear it literally casts out it takes fear by its hand and actually cast because actually John was a fisherman he actually gives that he gives that analogy that how how they cast their nets into the waters that's how God's love not your effort God's perfect love that he will never leave you nor forsake you that it will cast out the fear from your boat from your life amen so the prognosis that we find here that he that feareth is not perfect in love if there's something that we fear maybe we fear um uh, uh uh going back to school maybe we fear the future maybe we fear getting into a relationship because of the other relationship maybe we fear uh trusting god again having hope amen maybe we fear 
trusting God for the best in our lives because something failed in the past. This kind of fear. Maybe you have this kind of fear. The Bible says, He that feareth, here he that feareth is not made perfect in love. And that's why we ought to encourage one another that we are loved. We are loved. You have to say to yourself, I am loved. And the area that you're fearful, maybe you are fearful about how your attitudes, your feelings, your finances, your health. Amen. Maybe your it's maybe this is the area that you're fearful. I want you to know. Just soak yourself like a sponge. Soak yourself in someone's that speak about God's love. In people that speak about God's love. And the moment you have this revelation in your heart, your heart is full of this light, this understanding, then perfect love will be cast, will cast out that fear. Amen. It's, it's as if you enter into a dark room. The only thing that you do is just switch on the light. And that's and the light in our soul is actually Christ. Talk to him, speak to him, listen to him, and that fear will dissipate in your life. So if you can't see the manifestation yet, I want you to know that you can still hope. You can still hope. You've been trusting God for a baby, you've been trusting God for a good relationship, you've been trusting God for a good career path, you've been trusting God for for love, for life, for restoration. Amen. All the things that you've been trusting God, you can begin by hope. Hope. This is the primarily, this is the actually the primary way you can position yourself for God's fullness. You hope. You hope against all odds. But what if you hope last time and actually it never happened? still hope it's like baby steps when he falls down he gets back up until he knows how to walk amen don't stay down start hoping and then therefore what actually is hope by the way hope is actually the confidence of good in your future you are confident that's the word of uh, greek the lps you are confident of something good happening in your future you are confident that god will provide that you'll, you'll that god will position you in a place that will be a blessing unto others amen that you'll 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 be in a position to bless to encourage to be a blessing into this world to know your purpose in this life amen so we need to start by hoping amen Hope, the best is yet to come. And the Bible says that hope does not disappoint. Hope does not put us to shame. Amen. The moment you start hoping, God actually takes that initiative. It actually, it actually uh, springs up faith when you start hoping. When you start saying that, Father, I thank you that you've promised that by your stripes I am healed. And yet you... And yet, you have a bad uh, diagnosis from the doctor. Maybe you're saying, Father, I thank you that you have promised that I'll live and not borrow. I'll lend and not borrow and get you in a financial crisis. Start 
hoping on God's promises towards your life. And one of the things that uh, the psalmist said, David actually said in, about the children of Israel in the book of Psalms, actually they limited God. They limited God. Amen. They limited God. And and I, I don't want you to have this position of limiting God. God actually wants you to possess your possession. Like Caleb when he says, give me this land. Amen. Give me this land where the Anakims were. Amen. And you can find out the moment you start hoping God for the best, for big things, for uh, being a blessing unto others, for help, for wholeness, you can actually find, actually Caleb, because God said to him that you have a different spirit. The, his greatest grandson, Bezalel, the Bible says he, he was filled with the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, and the spirit of God. And he built the tabernacle and the ark of the covenant. Amen. So it actually impacts your generation when you start to believe God for bigger things, for better things, for, for life. Amen. It impacts your seeds, seeds, seeds. Amen. So start hoping now. Start hoping. If, if, if actually the last time it failed, start again. Start again. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith actually will spring up when you start hoping. Amen. Because hope does not disappoint. Hope does not put you to shame. Amen. Because you trust in a firm foundation. It's not because like it's not positivism, like the world says. It says be positive, be positive, amen. But actually, the the word of God is different because we are standing on a firm foundation. Christ died on the cross, and when Christ died on the cross, it means there is a foundation that death no longer has dominion over us. That the elements of this world does not have dominion over us. We stand on unshakable ground. The book of Corinthians says that Christ is the only foundation. And once you're born again, start hoping for God's goodness, for God's fullness. Actually, David said, I will have lost heart unless I stop believing God for the best. Start believing God. Don't limit God like the children of Israel. Start believing God. And actually, when you start believing God, you start having hope. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews that hope will act as an anchor of your soul. Your feelings, the soul is actually, it's actually the book of Hebrews chapter 6 verses 19. The soul is actually the your will, your mind and your emotions. It actually be an anchor. You actually be a person who when you stand, there's an honor, there's a dignity because you hope, you hope you peace god's hope you have that hope you actually be a person you don't need to prove yourself you don't need to uh have material things to wear the nicest clothes for for the cavort the 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 honor you'll actually a person when you stand there's a there's an honor that people just feel in their hearts and this is what god wants you because you start hoping you hope against all odds. You hope for your future. You hope for your health, 
for your family for your for your relationship for your finances you start hoping because when you start hoping hope will act as an anchor for your soul and actually it is both sure and steadfast it's sure and steadfast not uncertain it's sure and steadfast and actually when you have this hope another thing that will happen apart from your soul being anchored amen because there's the life goes up and down it's actually a it's like waves it goes up and down but when you put an anchor actually it will be steadfast sure and steadfast will be a person whose whose mind whose will and emotion are tied to god's amen and actually when you hope another thing you purify yourself when you hope for christ coming in your life when you have this hope that christ will come for you amen that god will never leave you that when he comes he'll never leave you the rapture the bible says in the book of john that every man that have this hope purifies himself amen even as he is pure so i want you to start believing again start hoping amen and thank you so much for tuning in and may god continue to bless you in jesus name amen <laughs>